You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Good, good. Happy Easter. We're recording on uh, Easter and a glorious, great holiday. It really is, and it's a beautiful day. This episode is brought to you by Built Bar, and I'll be telling everybody about Built Bar here in just a minute. Jimmy, um, you know, I know we had a scrimmage on Friday, and we do want to talk a little bit about that. But I think that it is important to really talk about uh, the the passing of Luke Ratliff, known as Fluffopotamus, uh, this past week. By now, everybody's heard about it. I mean, not just Alabama fans. Fans from really all over the country have heard about this. Um, it's really just an incredibly sad story. And um, I, I've seen a lot of reaction on Twitter. I hope to have a few inputs from folks that have known him during the podcast during the week I'm, just, I'm trying to get a, in touch with folks that actually had some communication with him I never had the pleasure of meeting the young man he was only 23 years old apparently he passed away from COVID pneumonia which he just got or contracted uh the other day um and uh he, he it took him about 24 hours to pass unfortunately it, it sounds like i don't know the entire story but it is just god awful and extremely scary and uh very disheartening and i thought it'd be appropriate to take a couple of minutes to say that you know luke ratliff he was the kind of fan i think all of us wish we were he followed alabama everywhere especially the basketball team he was uh funny engaging, friendly, and at the same time, I thought at least respectful enough of the other team that he garnered their respect. I mean, look, there's there's a fine line between um, ribbing, like good-natured ribbing, and and actually uh, taking the, the, the rivalries and, and the sport too far. I think Luke did a marvelous job of balancing that. And um, he was he was the epitome of what a fan should be, not just of Alabama, of any team. And um, I'm going to tell you, Jimmy, I didn't know him, but it's it's one of those things that's just made me think, you know, I really hope that people use this moment as sad as it is to realize that we can all be better fans and, and still be respectful of everybody else and em- embrace the sport, embrace our team. And at the same time, be friendly. And um, I, I don't know really what else to say, except uh, I think he'll be greatly missed. Yeah, it was a devastating loss. I just literally took the breath out of me. I, I, uh, you know, I, 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 I never met him in person either. Uh, I had had some conversations with him on Twitter, uh, you know, just me and him. Um, what, 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 what a great, great guy. And, and you can tell by just the – the, the community reaction that and by community I mean the sports community it's not just the university or Tuscaloosa or Alabama I mean he was uh, memorialized on the Marty and McGee show and on the SEC network uh, and by head coaches from from other programs and uh, it just goes to show you what a smile can do 
and what an engaging personality can do. And it just goes to show us how important sports are. And by important, I don't mean who won and lost the game. I mean that it brings us all together. And uh, it's never been more important at any time in our lives for that to happen. And, uh, and, and Luke brought everyone together. And uh, that, that's what, what we need to uh, remember and cherish, but just how absolutely devastating that uh, someone that young um, is gone. But he will, he will not be forgotten, I can assure you of that. And, uh, gosh, uh, and an Alabama basketball fan to boot, hey, it's pretty easy to be an Alabama football fan. But as Luke Luke Robinson and I would tell you, it's not easy to be an Alabama basketball fan. And he was the best one out there, the loudest, yeah. the best, the most proud. Uh, you know, there wasn't a promise of a, of a championship at the end like the football program has given us. And uh, and yet he's out there. And, uh, hey, when the team played bad, didn't play well, who was first in Coleman Coliseum in the next, for the next game? You know, Luke. So... Oh, what a – I just couldn't believe it. I mean, I I, I was busy uh, Friday evening and, and was out doing uh, uh, family stuff and, and tied up and, and, and away from Twitter and uh, actually uh, read it on – I read a text chain, uh, not not even the one that, that I'm in with you, Luke, and uh, I, I read a text chain and – and, and the first thing I saw, it said that, that Fluff died. And I, I didn't read any of the – that was just the text that was on my phone. And I, I thought it was, was t- Tiger's caddy, you know, the old, the old guy, Fluff, you know, Tiger's caddy. And I'm like, uh, oh, man, Fluff died. And I thought it was – and then, obviously, a handful of seconds later, I realized that it was, it was our friend, you know, Luke Ratliff. And, uh, gosh, I, I – I don't know that I'll ever get over it, really. No, and I think, you know, even though you and I never met him in person, I think that's fair to say he was our friend because he, I'll I'll tell you again, like the more I think about it, the more he was the perfect fan. He, He cared about the team, win, lose, or draw, but he was, he was, he was funny. He was easy to be around and his flaws were embraced by him. Like he was a bigger dude. Right. But he didn't like, he, he had, he was proud of who he was. He, he was comfortable in his own skin. Um, and man, the coaches, I mean, I, the Greg Byrne went to the memorial for him at Coleman Coliseum. There were hundreds of people there, probably thousands. Um, and obviously, Nate Oates was a huge fan of his. Avery Johnson tweeted about it. Kyra Lewis Jr. tweeted about it. Bruce Pearl tweeted about it. And you look, Bruce Pearl has taken his shots from Alabama fans and college basketball fans everywhere. That's fair. And from Luke. And from give Luke. Him, give him and credit from Luke. from Luke. Exactly. But give Bruce <laughs> Pearl credit. I mean, give Frank Martin, head coach at South Carolina, credit. Um, th- these guys tweeted and they were like, "This is he's the guy we all want cheering for our squad. And, um, man, I, boy, just talking about it now makes me even – I mean, I, I just miss the fact he's not going to be there. It's not going to be the same. It's really not. Um, no, it's not. I don't know how you feel this literal and figurative huge void um, because this – and I, the only way I know you can feel it, you can't, one person is not going to be able to take Luke Ratliff's place. It's going to take a collective effort of fandom 
And I'm not saying that from just cheering the team on. I'm saying from the way he approached the, the sport and the way that he approached other people. I'm hoping that a group of, of young people follow his lead and, and be the kind of fan collectively as he was individual. But Jimmy, that's a, uh, you know, we don't want to just have a, have a, a sad podcast, but he is greatly missed. I hope that um, his family finds some peace somewhere and his friends as well. And like I said, I've already contacted a few of his friends on Twitter that, that don't know me and um, have said, look, I'd love for you to be on our podcast just to say a few words about him. So during the week, I'm hoping we have some words from other folks that knew Luke Ratliff and uh, can tell you a little bit more about him. And, uh, and I hope that you guys will tune in for that. But for now, I do want to tell everybody uh, about Built Bar. Go check out BuiltBar.com um, and use the promo code LOCKEDON20. Get 20% off that order. Built Bar, absolutely delicious. Um, I'm trying the Built Bar Fluff right now. I mean, it's called Fluff. And um, it is, ironically, and um, it's delicious. It's it's unbelievably good. It tastes like marshmallow, but not like marshmallow. And it's got all these flavors in it. It's incredible. Um, go check out Built Bar and see all their array of flavors. And they come out with new products all the time. And they send them to Jimmy and me because they're great people. And they want the host of these shows to try them out. And look, man, if, if it tasted like crap, I'm telling you, I wouldn't tell you guys. I wouldn't be as enthusiastic about this. This stuff is awesome. Go check out Built Bar. Seriously, go check them out. Just use the promo code once. And if you don't buy it again, Jimmy will refund your money. I'm not sure that's true. But I think you will. <laughs> Go check out com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON20 and try the carrot cake. That's the one I'm saying. Or try some of these new flavors or new products they have. Incredible stuff. Love Built Bar. Really, truly. Go check them out. BuiltBar.com. Promo code LOCKEDON20. All right, Jimmy, let's do move on to the scrimmage. <clears throat> Actually, you know what? Let's do a quick segment right here. I just want to talk about this Final Four were you blown away? And I know this doesn't have anything to do with Alabama, except for the fact that I do believe now Alabama could be in the national championship game I, because I believe we could have hung, we could have beaten Michigan. I truly believe that. And I believe now we could have hung with Gonzaga if we had played our best. I did not believe that going into the tournament, but the way UCLA played them, um, I think we could have done pretty well against them. I really do. Uh, UCLA was on an incredible run, but you know, one thing Brian Passick pointed out, I think Gonzaga was the first team they've played in this tournament that shot over 50% from the free throw line, from 56% from the free throw line. So their free throw defense was incredible. Um, and if we shoot 56% from the free throw line, we win the game. But that's neither here nor there. Um, but the the final four was bizarre to me because I thought Houston might give Baylor a run and Gonzaga will blow out UCLA, and it was the absolute opposite. But I'm glad we have this one versus one matchup. This is probably the matchup. Uh, college basketball deserves this year. It's no doubt the two best teams. So that I think that's what we'll make tomorrow night or, or tonight as y'all listen to this uh, fun is these, these were the two best teams all year. And, and it's sort of fitting almost like the years that Alabama played Clemson in the national football championship. And it's like, well, y'all might be bored by this, but uh, was there any doubt that these were the two best teams? And I, I sort of feel that way about Gonzaga and Baylor. Uh, they were just the two best all season long. Um, UCLA ends up they were better than we all knew and uh, I, I don't know if there's such a way to feel a little bit better about our loss but we clearly did not get upset by a by a team lucky to be in the NCAA tournament we just happened to draw what amounted to the hottest team 
the, the hottest team. That's what we drew, and we ended up in just an overtime short. And uh, the way the game's played out, Luke, it's sort of like making my prediction that Alabama wins the, the NCAA tournament next year, sort of taking some of the wind out of the sails, because now I think we see how, how literally close we were. I mean, we weren't, we weren't far off. We don't have to be hugely better next season to win the NCAA tournament. We just have to be better and perform better in the big games. And, and I think we'll be really capable of that with these new pieces we're adding. Yeah, Charles Bediaco should be announcing, I think, on April 8th, and I think, or at least around there. And I think Namari Burnett is around April 8th, too. Maybe we get these yeah. up. Both of them should be. I know this Burnett's week. this week. I think Burnett's this week for sure. And uh, a couple of kids Bediaco. we're recruiting are this week. Yeah, so it could be. And man, there's so many kids in the transfer portal. That thing is blown up like the Godfather. And um, I, who knows? So we'll see. Jimmy, let me tell everybody about betonline.com. That's the place you want to go if you do want to bet on that national championship game, which is tonight. It's Gonzaga-Baylor. Um, going to be a classic, at least I hope. Um, looking, It does have an Alabama tie-in with Jared Butler, who was enrolled at Alabama for about 22 minutes. He had the time to go to the Chick-fil-A at the, um, at the student, student center. Um, but betonline.com. AG is where you want to go to get that bet in. Use the promo code locked on. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus. That's free money. What do you want me to do? I mean, I'm giving you built bars and with Jimmy's refund. I'm giving you betonline.ag with 50% welcome bonus. I can't do much more for you people. So help me help you. Go to betonline.ag and play poker, play blackjack, play the ponies, play re- reality TV. The reality TV. You want to bet on reality TV? Go bet on reality TV. Nobody's going to call you weird this year. You don't have to tell them you're doing it. Just go to betonline.ag. It's private. Go do what you want to do. And uh, it's easy to pay. It's easy, easier, easier to get paid out. That's what's crucial. Betonline.ag, the best place to go to get that wager in on the Baylor-Gonzaga game. They want to uh, help you make some money. And so while you're waiting on the game or during the game, play some blackjack. Play some uh, poker. That's what you want to do. They got Omaha. I've played Omaha on that site. It's pretty cool. They got Omaha High Low. I love Omaha High Low. BetOnline.ag is where you want to go. Go check them out. ASAP. Uh, BetOnline.ag. Promo code locked on. All right, Jimmy, let's do talk about that scrimmage a little bit now. Uh, apparently, Bryce Young looked really good. He ran with the ones the entire time. There isn't a lot of news out of the scrimmage, by the way. We kind of knew that coming out. Um, but I think the story of the day, and this came from a poster on Bama Online, so take it with a grain of salt, as they say. But um, and I know it's salt, but if you know Bama Online, they have some BOLisms, and uh, they say grain of salt sometimes. Um, so uh, I think the story was more Will Anderson and Chris Allen. Apparently, like there was some kind of uh, offensive situational thing where they sacked Bryce Young four out of eight times. <laughs> um, it's not surprising. As a matter of fact, for those for those of you who listen to our podcast all the time, I think in terms of what we know about the podcast from various sources and the media reporting and insider posts on various boards, uh, I think I think Luke and I kind of nailed it. I mean, in terms of like what the scrimmage was like, uh, the offensive line is just so makeshift. And the defense is so experienced and deep that I think it's just very difficult for the offensive line to keep the pass rushers off the quarterback. And it really affected the scrimmage, and I think that's why the second-team offense behind the second-team offensive line 
had just no chance with Paul Tyson to move the ball. And Bryce Young in the first team did some good things, obviously, because Bryce had a pretty decent day from what we hear. But that first-team offense gets to go up against the second-team defense. And, you know, so, so there, therefore it's just a better shot at getting those guys blocked. You know, the first-team offensive line doesn't have to deal with Chris Allen, and they don't have to deal with Will Anderson. They're prob- probably blocking Drew Sanders and King Wakuda who are good players, no doubt, but you're, you're going to have an easier time getting those guys blocked, um, you know, particularly with your first-team tackles, like Evan, Evan Neal. You know, if Evan Neal is blocking Drew Sanders, you know, that's a pretty good matchup, but you've got to favor Neal in it, right? But back, back on the second team, when you've got basically what amounts to maybe Amari Kite and Damian George trying to block Chris Allen and, and Will Anderson, forget it. It's just not going to happen. You know, I, it just dawned on me, is it any wonder that Chris Allen and Will Anderson are first team, they could be first team All-American this year, and they both have two first names? <laughs> Chris Allen. That's a lot of first Andy. names. I mean, they really do. You know, you got it's sort of like having Even Drew Sanders. Like, Even Drew Sanders, I, I would go. Well, Sanders isn't a common first name, but I've seen it. I do know an I do know a dude named Sanders. I know a couple of dude named Sanders. So yeah, I think that counts. Drew Sanders is in there. A lot of double first name dudes out here. So um, King and Wakuda is a stretch though. No, <laughs> I don't just, know any Boise Bay or I don't even know how to say that yet. <laughs> yeah, they're not all. They don't all qualify. But yeah, Will Anderson, Chris Allen, Damian George, lots of first names. Damian George, Evan Good Neal. <laughs> what are we doing here? Before. I think we have just stumbled upon the recruiting strategy. <laughs> you got to work in a Justin Aboise Bay with several double first name dudes. I think we have just we have just figured out Nick Saban. Nick Saban is cursing out as we speak. We, we cracked the code. This was like y'all just watched. Like this is how like the movie National Treasure finishes. <laughs> Oh man, that's good. Did you hear anything else about the uh, about the scrimmage? By the way, I did hear Keelan Robinson apparently had the longest run, and um, Keelan right. Robinson looks like he has been swallowing bowling balls in his arms uh, during the the COVID break, doesn't he? And that's that's part of the reason I'm super high on Keelan. Let's just say, I mean, this is how I feel today. I don't know how I feel as the spring progresses and then fall camp goes, but the way I feel about the fall today is we're going to have a three-headed monster at running back. Brian Robinson, he's going to be the big guy, the move-the-chains guy. Keelan Robinson, he's going to be the home run hitter. And then when defenses are tired, they're going to have to deal with a fresh, healthy Jace McClellan who's really going to finish them all off. But I I think that that three-headed monster and and kind of what they all bring a little different to the table, uh, I think it could be a highly effective running game with, with those three. And then obviously you got good depth with Roydell Williams, and and under my scenario, you know Trey Sanders gets gets a you know a whole year to rehab and get healthy and ready to play football. And Kamar Wheaton, you don't have to uh, throw him Jeez. in the deep end. The the and I know. Look, I, I'm I'm sounding very much like an Auburn fan because they always love to say no matter who is in their various positional room that that room is loaded, right? Like they've always yeah. said. Our, our wide receivers are loaded. I'm like, y'all don't have a lot of good wide receivers. You don't I mean, even have one. Yeah. yeah you don't but, even have one. But this running back room, 
Trey Sanders was the number one running back. Jason McClellan was a high four star. Roy Dale Williams was also a high four star. Keelan Robinson was a high four star. Um, Brian Robinson was a high four star. And Kamara Wheaton is a five star. Am I missing somebody? Uh, Kyle Edwards is, is, is in the in the room, but uh, <laughs> I know this. I, I put I put seven. You know, we have seven running backs on scholarship in, in the depth chart that I just spit out in terms of what I think it'll look like. I got five stars down at six and seven. I mean, I got five star Trey Sanders taking it easy for a year so he can be completely easy. healthy for 2022 and Kamar Wheaton basically redshirting. You know, uh, as, and, and when, when, when you got two five stars, you can afford to sit like, ah, we don't need, ah, we don't need those guys. <laughs> you know, I mean, we, seriously, we can say Trey Sanders, Kamar Wheaton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're good. We, we, we don't need them this year. That's amazing. I mean, really, like that's amazing. It's like, what are what are we gonna do? Like, it doesn't even make sense to me. Like, how is Saban doing it? Does Saban tell them the other ones aren't on the team? I don't understand how this works. Like, he must say he no, recruits guys with two first names. <laughs> he just recruits guys with two first names. It solves it all. Oh God. All right, Jimmy. Look, we'll talk more about the scrimmage and more about these other things, and we'll memorialize. Um, uh, Fluffopotamus more as the week goes on, too. So I hope you guys stay with us for that. We'll also talk basketball recruiting. We got a lot coming up this week. Let me tell everybody really quickly before we go about Kaleidoscope Media. Go check out Kaleidoscope Media at kal-media.com. Look, they want to help you with all your architectural visualization needs. They can do anything. If you want to remodel your kitchen or just start a new home, whatever, they want to help you. It's a husband and wife team, Michael and Cassie Moore. They're based out of uh, Baldwin County in Alabama. Michael served two tours, two tours in Iraq. He's a decorated disabled veteran. And look, just give him a call. Tell him thank you for his service. I mean, what a great guy he is. And his wife has a love for people. It's a perfect combination for them to start a business because he also got in, into industrial design after he got out of the military. So he knows what he's doing. They got 3D modeling and photorealistic renderings. They want to help you. Give them a call, 251-517-7188. That's 251-517-7188. These are good, good people. They want to help you. KAL-media.com, KAL-media.com. Go check out their amazing work for yourself. Great people. Go just give them a call and talk to them. It doesn't hurt anything. It's free to talk to them. So 251-517-7188. Well, Jimmy, That'll do it for this podcast. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. We will be back more this week with a whole lot of other stuff. So stick with us and uh, roll tight, everybody. Roll tight.